the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. KT McFarland is uh, a friend of the program, and we're just always honored to have uh, KT uh, uh, with us, as she is the, one of the brightest gals that we know, and especially at the, during these tenuous times, we welcome her to the show with great privilege. KT, welcome back to the program. Great to have you with us this morning. And great to be with you, too. Thanks, Joe. Well, and, and I've been watching you. We've been following you, and we watch with bated breath as you're on uh, television news. Katie, where are we with all of this? How does this start? And why doesn't, when the president uh, does a speech, uh, address the chaos at the airport? He, he just kept making this a political speech, a complete distraction, was it not? Yeah, but, but you know, I fault a lot of people, not just Joe Biden, although Joe Biden the most. Um, I fault the American, frankly, the generals, the generals who for 20 years went to Congress and said, oh, victory is just right around the corner. All we need are a few thousand more troops. We need just a couple more billion dollars. We just need a little more time. And we're turning Afghanistan army into a modern fighting force to defeat the Taliban and and protect the nation. Um, Politicians went to the American people and said, look, if we're not in Afghanistan building this nation, the Taliban is going to welcome al-Qaeda back, and it's going to be terrible. And the intelligence community of all, I mean, they didn't see al-Qaeda coming in the first place 20 years ago. They never saw this one coming either. I mean, they failed on everything they've done. I guess they're so busy investigating Americans and creating crisis, they're not really doing their job. But, But what really made me the maddest was Joe Biden. I mean, they knew it was coming. Yeah. Everybody knew. I mean, people like me knew 15 years ago we could never win Afghanistan, the war, and turn Afghanistan into a modern nation state. And yet we kept trying. But, but we knew. I knew we would eventually leave. I mean, Taliban tribal leaders told me 15 years ago, the fathers of the guys who are now occupying Kabul, they said, look, you Americans are eventually going to get set up and leave. And we're here forever. We're going to prevail. The Taliban will prevail. And that's exactly what happened. But somehow, Joe Biden and his team were caught completely flat-footed. And this is what is so infuriating. I mean, in the Trump administration, Trump understood that one reality, that we would eventually leave and the Taliban would just wait us out. And so he had started taking Americans out of there. And we had started taking people out of the embassy, the NGO people. We had drawn down the troops. We were getting, he planned to be out of there completely by, um, by May of this past year before the Taliban could resume their fighting season, which they resume. They go kind of hide in the mountains and the caves in the winter and they come out in the spring and fight. And so Trump planned to have everybody out by the spring. And Biden, for some wackadoodle reason, said, oh, yeah. no, we're going to be there yeah. bravely until September yeah. 20th, September 11th, 20th anniversary. We're going to proudly, I don't know what. But now, anyway, here we are where we are. And to me, the president of the United States going on television yesterday yeah. and just having no moral courage, just saying, I'm blaming everybody. 
I'm blaming everybody for 20 years. I'm blaming everybody, but yeah. not me. Yeah. I'm the guy who has personal courage. And when I look forward, I mean, I understand that we needed to get out. I wanted to get out. I want to get out 20 years ago. But when we get out, we have a plan to get out, right. not leaving tens of thousands of allied Afghans who had helped us. And there are now thousands of Americans trapped. And we've sent in 5,000 combat forces to Ugh. evacuate them. This is, this is going to get a lot worse before it gets better, a lot uh. worse. Oh, Lord. And, and, you know, I wanted to see uh, President Biden say exactly that. We're going in. How dare you? If you touch one American, I'm going to drop a mother of all bombs like you've never seen before, like President Trump did. And and he didn't. He did. He matter of fact. And walk me through this, KT, if you would. What, why? There was a distraction. He kept saying about his political philosophy of pulling out of, of uh, Afghanistan, but he never addressed the chaos at the airport. And the press won't address that the president was was just a distraction yesterday. What, how do we get out of that airport? We don't. I mean, I think that we're shooting our way out, and that's the crisis. And I think oh, what you'll now see, God, and when know. President Biden sort of appealed to the humanitarian nature of the Taliban government, yeah, 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 yeah you'd be good guys. Let oh. us just let us cut, leave in an orderly fashion. I mean, that's an invitation to them to take hostages. And the other thing is there's no one Taliban tribe. I mean, we think, okay, it's like a conquering army. It's not. It's a bunch of tribal leaders who've gotten together momentarily because they hate the Americans. But once we leave, once we're gone, you know, or once we're obviously defeated there, they're all going to start fighting each other. And there's going to be no – there'll be going to be chaos. There's going to be civil war. But it won't just be one civil war. There'll be like eight civil wars in Afghanistan. Meanwhile, there are a lot of Americans still there. Yeah. And that's what I worry about is that, okay, let's fast forward. I never want to look behind. I want to, what's the plan, Joe? There was no plan. What's the plan, Joe? That's There's right. no, there were plan with that's Biden. Right. So the plan exactly. is to blame everybody else. But what you'll look, see going forward, I think that you, it's an open invitation to Taliban who want to really embarrass the United States to take hostages, do assassinations, do kidnappings. I don't know how we're going to cope with that. There are 5,000 American combat forces there with no plan. Um, and the one base we could have gotten everybody out of, Bagram Air Base, which I've been to many times, yeah. heavily fortified. We could have flown aircraft in and out of there. We could have evacuated tens of thousands. We gave, we t- they somehow, the Biden administration turned that over to the Taliban uh, a while ago. And so now they're trying to get out of a civilian airport, which is surrounded by Taliban and guys, everybody in Afghanistan has a rifle. And I just don't see how this ends well. And then I, even looking further forward, I predict the Chinese government will recognize the Taliban, Afghanistan government very shortly, in short order. Other countries will follow suit. And then they will use this moment, um, the Chinese particularly, to go around the world saying, see, this is proof that America's days are done. It's a nation in inevitable decline. We are the country of the future. Follow our lead. Make your deal with us while you can, because America is finished. Don't ally with them. They're not good allies. They're not even capable of governing themselves. Their day is done. And so the lasting effect of this will be significant. And that's what uh, China's doing at this point, talking about uh, Taiwan and uh, in regards to Hong Kong. They're going to they, they're now in Taiwan saying this is what you're going to get if the Americans come in. You're absolutely right. That is a vital, vital, vital point you make, KT McFarland. KT, I want to not to get dramatic because I, I, you're absolutely right. You got to move on. But 
are there enemies of the state within the what we call the lifelong bureaucrats or the deep state? It, it seems to me this is, has been handled so poorly that it could only be people who hate America that came up with the way they're handling this. Is that too dramatic to say that? Well, I think that there are two theories. I mean, one is that they're incompetent. And the other is that they're corrupt. I mean, corrupt in the way that you've described, that they really don't care about the interests of the United States and working <laughs> against it. I think that it's probably a combination of both. I think that, you know, we have, we have created or allowed to create themselves this expert class of smarty pants. I mean, I know them. I'm one of them, right? I mean, I taught nuclear <laughs> weapons at MIT. I'm wow. part of the foreign wow. policy establishment. I broke with them because yeah. I thought they yeah. were never right on it. I mean, I wrote about this at great length in my book, Revolution. Right. I don't think the smarty pants guys have been that smart. They haven't been, they've gotten foreign policy stuff all wrong for 20 years. They've gotten economic stuff all wrong. Donald Trump was right. In a sense, he's almost like an idiot savant where he understands in a, <laughs> what, what works for an economy. He understands American interests yeah. in foreign policy. He doesn't yeah. you know, go to Council on Foreign Relations meetings all the time. He just sort of gets it intuitively and instinctively. But uh, the, the smarty-pants guys, I'm done with those experts. And when, those, when you saw the American military guys come out and, I don't know, they're justifying, oh, it's going to be bad now, they're going to be terrorist attacks on America... They're all justifying their own positions. The Bush neocons are coming out and saying, oh, look, nation building, that was a really, you know, it, it, it wasn't our fault, we tried. And Biden coming out, it wasn't our fault, we tried. Come on, guys, own up to this. I'd much rather see a president yes. like John F. Kennedy did after yes. the Bay of Pigs. Yes. Say, I own this, you know. Exactly. I, I'm man enough to say that I screwed up and I own it, but here's the plan going forward. That's the problem with Biden. There's never a plan. There's always an excuse, but never a plan. Yeah. KT McFarland, what a brilliant conversation. Before we let you go, KT, your time in Afghanistan, talking to the quote-unquote warlords, heads of these, uh, uh, these, this, uh, these tribes, uh, tell us about, if you would, before you go, uh, KT, uh, what those people are like. I mean, are they vicious killers who hate women? Or, uh, I mean, I can't get a handle. You talk with these people in the mountains, correct? Yeah, I mean, look, if they're vicious killers, I wasn't talking to them. And if they hated women, they weren't talking to me. Um, <laughs> gotcha. But I found the people that I talked to, once I got away from the official people that I was supposed to talk to, yeah. the people that I talked to were quite straightforward and quite blunt. I told one of them, I said, you know, eventually America is going to leave. And he said, well, when that happens, we'll all be slaughtered. Another time I talked to someone else who just kept saying, we're going to wait you out, you know. Or not necessarily we. They didn't admit to being Taliban, but he said, yeah. you know, the, the Afghans will wait you out. We know you will eventually leave. I talked to someone else who said, don't think too badly of my fellow countrymen. You're a rich country. We're going to take what we can from you while you're here because we're a poor country. Um, there are just so many examples that I found of that where, to me, it was just obvious that it would always end this way. But the other thing is that I would say to any family who sacrificed their family members or loved ones, it was not in vain. Your political leaders failed you. Your military leaders failed you. Yes, but you did not fail because what those our people bought us time. Yeah. Those people sacrificed and kept America, kept those bad guys at bay for twenty years Amen. while the battle space changed. Okay, now it's cyber warfare. It's not going to be guys blowing up the twin towers. And so their sacrifice was not in vain. It won't mm -hmm. be applauded because they're not having victory parades in Paris when we're liberating Kabul. But they, their sacrifice, I think, is even more noble because of it.
KT, thank you. Uh, we'll be watching you. We'll be reading a Revolution, your book. And, uh, God, you're just honored to have you on, especially on a morning like this. We're just confused, and thanks for breaking it all down for us, KT. We appreciate it more than we could tell you. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The flag has come down and the nation is humiliated. The American flag is no longer flying over the American embassy in Kabul, Afghanistan, because the embassy is no more. In one of the most reckless and damaging actions of any American commander-in-chief, President Joe Biden withdrew American troops and military support from Afghanistan, and absolutely as predicted, the ruthless Taliban started to regain victory with Afghan security forces surrendering and handing over their American-supplied weapons. The velocity of the Taliban victory was stunning. The photo and video evidence is heartbreaking. The lack of American planning is unthinkable. The abandonment of American partners is immoral. The collapse of the American presence is humiliating. The impact on America's standing in the world is unavoidable. The absence of adequate planning and strategy is unprecedented. The American people should be outraged. America's reputation in the world has suffered a major insult. And the American president, our commander-in-chief, sat at Camp David watching a monitor alone. I'm Albert Mueller. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.